Disappointment, Part 2. Disappointment, Part 2. Yes, uh, Satan can surely lie to us. We already know that. We've established that way back in Genesis. And even though he, he can do this through our family, our friends, uh, uh, co-workers, associates, this is one of the best ways to do it because he knows that we trust these folk. And, you know, we can attach ourselves to these lies, these false messages. And the next thing you know, our beliefs about life, about ourselves, about our family, about our friends, and even about God are affected all because we listen to somebody we shouldn't have listened to. And it, and it totally and fully disappointed us. We, we make decisions based on these distorted thinking. And uh, we become slaves to these lies. And they are allowed to run loose in our hearts. And before you know it, we're controlled by them. It shouldn't have happened, but it did. It happens all the time. These lies we believed in our disappointment cost us our joy. And, and not only that, it costs, sometimes it costs us who we are in Christ. Uh, and, and, you know, it just takes us down a notch, uh, in our faith. And, it, and lots of times it can also cost us many relationships. Uh, none of us ask for disappointment. It just comes. But the lies that come with it, we have to reject. Disappointment is real and it, it comes to all of us, but we don't have to, Accept the lies that come along with disappointment. We didn't, we didn't have to believe this stuff, quote unquote. We didn't have to accept it. Unknowingly, we agreed with it and it controlled us and it caused us some serious damage. Now, we don't want to talk to anyone. We don't want, any, we don't want anyone talking to us. Uh, we keep everybody at bay. We keep everybody out and we sabotage anyone trying to help us. It's like the old familiar song, how did you get here? Nobody's supposed to be here. Uh, and, and it's like, <laughs> that's because last time we were hurt, we closed, we locked the windows, we locked the door, we shut the windows, we put up bars at the door. <laughs> you know, it's like the story in 2 Kings uh, 4, 16, 38, Elisha, uh, the woman was asking for a child and Elisha went and told this woman, you're going to have a child. And the woman like, you know what? Don't mess with me, Elisha. I know you're a man of God, but don't, don't do that. Don't, don't, don't tell me I'm going to have a child. I don't want to open up my heart again, only to have it crushed with disappointment. And then she, uh, Elijah blessed her through the Lord and she did have a child, but then the child died. And verse 28 says, Elisha, didn't I tell you don't raise my hopes? This, this, this woman had been lied to in the past. This woman's had her hopes all the way up in the past. So she did not want anybody to talk to her, anybody to help her, anybody to deal with her because she was tired of being disappointed. Have you ever felt that way? I know you have. I know you have. And, 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 and that's why she objected to the blessing from Elisha. You know, people tell you, you're not good enough. God doesn't love you. That's why you don't have children. And they go, oh, and you start believing that stuff. Don't believe that mess. Huh? These kind of lies and evil spin cause people to turn to false comforters. You know, women lose their husband and they're still young. And, and of course, they got to go to the mortuary and all that. And what happens? The mortician hits on them. 
Come on, that's so old. You're vulnerable. You go there, you get your husband, you put him in the ground, that's it. You're not there to talk to that man other than to handle business. Huh? But uh, but that's the that's the that's a good time, you know? Our, our enemy, the devil, sends these false comforters get, telling you everything you want to hear because you're vulnerable at that time because he knows we're suffering from disappointment. He sends us food. How are you going to stand there or sit there or lay there and eat a half gallon ice cream and think that's okay? Well, it made me feel better. You know, he'll send you sex. He'll send you material things. You name it, he'll send it. But it's not good for you. Just because it makes you feel better for the moment doesn't mean it's the answer. Huh? We turn to the wrong things for the wrong reasons. We go to secondary sources for primary answers. Uh, they can't console us. It's temporary soothing at best. Uh, for our for our disappointed hearts, and yet we cling tightly to these false comforters, trying to take them uh, from us is like trying to take a doll a a, a a meaty bone from a hungry doll, uh, you know, and and, and, and you know if, if you go back and, and 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 you you Google that song, as we lay, how in the world as the song says as we lay. And you have to you have to look at the words uh, uh, for yourself. Uh, you laying there with somebody else's husband, and you talking about didn't we have a wonderful night? But now we've got to go because our families are waiting. But it was a beautiful time. Really? Seriously? Uh, you know what? You Google a song for yourself. It, it, it's just it's a beautiful song, and it's so true because so many of us have been caught in that particular time. But the fact of the matter is, it's all a lie. Uh, and these lies make us bitter and resentful. These are stages that we go through. Then we just give up on ourselves, our life and our family and everything. Satan is out to ruin us at all costs. God is trying to bring healing and freedom to our wounded hearts. And Satan is trying to further deceive us. Jesus wants to speak truth to our hurt places, but we're fighting him, and we're fighting him because of lies. If you want healing to begin, you have to accept your disappointment. But believe Philippians 4 and 8. Huh? You got to believe what is good, what is pure, huh? what is lovely. You got to think on those things. That's what the word says. And who are you going to believe, the devil or the word? A lot of you believe in the devil. Like the word don't count. Huh? And that's why you put yourself in this trick box. These truths of the word free us from the prison of deception. And it allows God to reach us through various means. Jesus is trying to meet with us in our disappointment. And he's saying, behold, I stand at the door and I'm knocking. Please open and let me in. I'll come in. We'll sit down. We'll have coffee and we'll talk about this and I'll get you through this. Huh? And yes, we first invited him in. And then we and we trusted him to save us from the penalty of our sins uh, and from the power of sin. Now, God wants further access to and into those 
hurt places of disappointment and pain. Huh? But he won't come in unless you invite him. And I know it's deeply personal. I, I get that. But it's necessary. I know you say, but you don't understand. God understands. If anybody understands, God does. Huh? And we need to surrender this disappointment. We need to surrender it to God. You know, that's why the songwriter wrote the song, Come ye disconsolate, wherever you languish, come to the mercy seat and fervently kneel. And here, bring your wounded hearts. Here is where you tell your anguish. Because I want you to know, earth has no sorrow that heaven cannot heal. Joy of the desolate, light of the strain, hope of the penitent, fadeless and pure. But right here speaks the comforter. And he's tenderly saying, earth has no sorrow that heaven cannot cure. Whatever you're going through, it doesn't matter. Here, see the bread of life. Here, see waters flowing forth from the throne of God and pure from above. Come to this feast of love. And when you come, come ever knowing that earth has no sorrow that heaven can't remove. When you surrender to God, you mortify the enemy within. I don't care if it's the flesh, the world, the devil, everything that wants to control you, when you surrender to God, they will have no control over you. Sometimes life can hurt so much. So much until we are willing to let the flesh take over. Huh? Yeah. And do anything just to end our misery, just to end our pain. We just want to feel better. Well, you got to do better than that. Just feeling better is not good enough. Just feeling better will get you in trouble. Huh? Don't you listen to a false comforter. That is not the answer. Acknowledge to God the way you feel and the way of managing your disappointment is not working. And in fact, is leading you further astray and surrender to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Huh? You know, a, a woman was running from disappointment, was lied to all her life and told all her problems uh, were her own fault. And she blamed herself, even for her husband's affair. So she started eating everything she could in sight. She went from 135 pounds to 210. <laughs> was that really the answer? But that's what her disappointment told her to do. Child, if I was you, I would just eat till I feel better. Really? Uh, her self-contempt caused her to abuse food. And then you got a man here. He said he couldn't stop himself from anonymous sex. He grew up with an extremely uncaring family and was looking for love in all the wrong places. So he settled for a counterfeit comforter, one after the other. He's been missled, bamboozled, and hoodwinked. How many does it take to realize they're all wrong? You're going to the wrong places looking for the wrong thing. Huh? Feelings of anger and temper tantrums and, you know, underneath all that untreated uh, stuff that you're going through. 
you got to understand, you've got to surrender that to God. It's like untreated wounds. Bring it to Jesus. Let him put salve on it. You don't put butter on a wound. Stop covering it and hiding it like Adam and Eve did in the garden. Stop pretending there are no problems while your decisions show there are. Huh? Stop telling folks, oh, I'm okay. You're not okay. Invite God into your private parts of your life so healing can begin. The songwriter said, come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus right now. And only trust him. Only trust him. And only trust him right now. Just now. If you have to write it down and bring it to the altar and leave it there, do that. Whatever you need to do, as long as God is involved, that's the answer. As long as God is involved. Once something tells you, well, we don't need God in this. We, we can do this on our own. Right there, you know you're going the wrong way. Huh? When you're on the freeway and the sign, and you're on the way to San Francisco, and the sign keeps saying uh, five freeway to San Francisco, you're on the right road. Once you don't see that sign any longer, you've taken a detour. Talk to a real caring friend or a Christian counselor to help you bear the burden. Huh? Galatians says, brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye that are spiritual, restore such a one. In the spirit of meekness, considering yourself, lest you also be tempted. What they're going through today, you may be going through tomorrow. Help that brother out. Help that sister out. Don't take advantage of them because you found them vulnerable. That'd be you tomorrow. Huh? Surround them with the truth of God. Huh? Any thought that knocks you and tries to get you to believe you condemned is a lie. Dispel the untruth with the word of God. Paul said in Romans 8, 1, there is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Ask the Lord to speak to you in your place of need. Huh? Like, like, the, like the song in Color Purposes, speak to me, speak to me. And she came out of all that sin she was in, went into that church singing, and a father who had not forgiven her, when she sang that song, he felt the spirit of the Lord upon her. And she said, speak to me. Not only was the spirit speaking to her, it was speaking to him and they were able to reunite. God is trying to speak to us trying to speak to us through his word. Huh? He's trying to speak to us through outside circumstances, other people. He's trying to speak to us through preaching and music books, through prayer. Jesus is the living word. Preaching is the spoken word. The Bible is the written word. Are you listening? God is trying to tell you something. God is trying to speak to your disappointment. God is trying to speak to your wounded heart. God is trying to speak to where you've been deceived. He's trying to show you the truth. He's whispering in a still, small voice. He that hath an ear, let him hear 
what the Spirit is saying. And he's saying, my sheep know my voice. And his Spirit testifies with our spirit that we're his children. When I was a youth pastor, there was a song I used to sing. And we used to all sing this song. And some of the youths would come to tears. Because after you sing it a couple of times, it resonates on you. It's called Encourage My Soul. And and I, instead of having the choir come, I, I want to sing just a little bit of this song. And you can you can sing it with me if you want to. Encourage my soul and let us journey on. Though the night is dark and I am far from home, thanks be to God, the morning light appears. The storm is passing over. The storm is passing over. The storm is passing over. Hallelujah. 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 The storm is passing over. The storm is passing over. The storm is passing over. Hallelujah. And I won't tell somebody right now who's going through major disappointment. Be encouraged in your soul. Because the storm is passing over when you look to Jesus, the light of our life. God bless you. This is Weekly Encouragements. Faith Worth Finding Ministry. Won't you tell a friend and share this with somebody else? God bless you.